When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Perfect, perfect, right there. Perfect. Okay. So, thanks for coming on, man. Thank you, sir. Thank you. No, How are you doing? I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing good, man. My, uh, my dog is 17. So I was downstairs sitting with him because he's blind and deaf and he's walking around shitting all over the place. So I'm trying to take care of him. Oh no! Like, yeah. But- He's he's so old. His name? Excuse me. Oh, I'm also handling with an old cat. And <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. When they're older. Yeah, he's dude. He's he's 17. He's he's so old. <laughs> but um, why don't you uh, why don't you introduce or with you know introduce yourself as much as you can and uh, explain who you are you know as much as you can and uh. Yeah, man, let's get started. Let's just let's start talking. Man, yeah, yeah, that's amazing. And so it'd be also, you know, great to tell people, like, I don't know where your audience is, uh, is like, where do you broadcasting to? But let's totally, you know, tell the people like how we met, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. So yeah, I've, um, yeah, I've, I, I found you on Reddit. I was just looking through some of the Ask Me Anythings. And I was, you know, trying to find some interesting people for my podcast. And they're there's some cool ones. There's some cool. And I'm going through, and I see, I serve in the Israeli Special Forces, and I was like, <laughs> I want to talk to him. And I messaged you, <laughs> not thinking you'd message me back, and you got back, and you're like, yeah, you know, no personal information, no, you know, other identifiers, but you sent. I was like, I, I need some proof, and um, you did your ask me anything, and 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 Reddit verified you, and uh, you sent me your military pins and your um, and your in your your passport with everything blurred out, but, and I was like, okay. And you, you were like, all right, uh, like I can't, you know, I can't show my face. We can't do any of this, but, uh, you're like, I'd be happy to do it. And we can talk about whatever. And I was like, okay, dude, let's do it. Like, I didn't, I didn't think I'd be able to get this. So yeah, dude. Well, you know, actually the thing about with, you know, censoring all those stuff. Yeah. So let's say when, uh, if you noticed when a veteran, uh, American veterans go, you know, live and those stuff so they actually don't censor don't censor themselves they don't. don't use the face map or your, even you don't they can drop a full name but oh. the thing is when you're an israeli so um we had issues when it's like wartime okay and uh all the you know international media is like totally you know blowing up and uh-huh. it's like everybody's talking about this little t- country in the middle east yeah so um, let's say like the geneva conventions okay and their rules so, you know, we don't obey everything, you know, it's not, they don't guide our army, yeah. um, our bullets are not, not all, all of them are approved by Geneva. Yeah. And just because of that fact that, that we kind of, you know, um, not uh, going out. with the, yeah. with, let's say the Western uh-huh. and uh, European rules. So just because of that, you can get convicted in certain countries when it's wartime. Okay. That's fucking shit, man. Yeah, it is. That's fucking, but I, but I get it, but I get your concern. I, so, okay. Because the, because you don't you know, you step outside some of those other countries can then say, because you fight for Israel and because Israel, you know, follows 
99.9% of the Geneva Convention, you are therefore, in our country, a criminal. So I get it. I mean, it's that's stupid as shit, but I get it. That's So what, what do you... What's your opinion on things like the Geneva Convention? Because what's that? Sorry. No, no, sorry. No, you you go on. You go on. I say it's like kind of a criminal only in uh, people like uh, like in Norway or Sweden specifically. Yeah. In US, totally not. Oh yeah, yeah. In US, you totally when people will actually kind of appreciate it, you know. Yeah. And I talk to many people from the US, and they they're pretty good with that. Yeah, dude. We... Um, but yes, it's the north european who lead it yeah and you know we do best to to keep the job civilized and do you know keep the sure the rules doing stuff right and human rights yeah but you know it's fucking gruesome yeah well that that's what i was gonna start to ask is um is so i i'm someone with no military service like i told you you know i have my you know one of my cousins i have you know uncles you know extended family but no, not myself so one thing I've always been curious about is so someone like you who's in special forces and has um has experience with this what do you what do you think about things like Geneva conventions or or war crimes cuz I mean obviously there's terrible shit but I look at it as like like war is bad enough how are we going to how are we going to you know this isn't this isn't a city where you say hey you can't jaywalk you can't you know urinate in public it's like this is war we're we're fucking killing each other it's how are we gonna sit there and go you can't use those bullets or you can't use white phosphorus or you can't use it's like it's war it's war it's like curtis lemay curtis lemay um air force general of the air of the united states air force in world war ii let all the the bombing runs on uh japanese civilians he used to say I, I'm, I'm butchering the quote but he would say I, you know, use as much force as possible, use overwhelming force, use too much force, because that's going to make the conflict end the quickest. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, what, what do you what are your thoughts on that? Well, it's mostly started, you know, after the Second World War, and it was fucking fucking man, it was so gruesome. People just, you know, sitting at trenches and shooting each other. You know, I talked through the First World War all the way to the second and after that things pretty pretty much change uh -huh. but between you know after the second world war so um man like you know you fight in the trenches and you're just the rifleman and you're just an infantry you're such a small you know you're like a a match mm -hmm. in this you know big game yeah and you know so it's like that states are like 50 50 and you kill them and they kill you and the body counts is pretty much the same let's say but and then suddenly like one side is using fucking you know um chemical weapons uh-huh uh -huh. and you know maybe maybe you want to your war you know have some uh some intention and you want to get something maybe it's a certain area or, or an objective but we're in people's lives yeah you know like 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 overwhelmingly ruin people's lives yeah and let's say they will not be dead but they will be totally disabled to their whole life and be a, a burden of the on the family and on the nation and it's just not cool at all yeah no that's, so yeah. there are there are so rules about statistic weapons you know let's say like mortars and artillery man you know just you know like intentionally putting the terror on the civilians yes and not about and not the not even on the in the enemy. You know, it's on the on the civilians. 
So the things are changed and it's like much more, uh, it's just gruesome and more than you, it's more force than you, than, than you need. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So again, it just, it's the death. It's this fact that, um, you can, you know, um, uh, win like a, a fair fight, but when you use like unfair stuff, it just ruining people's life overwhelmingly and might be even, you know, hurting their civilian lives when they're, uh, uh it just sucks, man. Yeah. It's just not good. Yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 terrible. It's it's all yeah, I mean it's all it's 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 all war is terrible. Um <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Now what were you saying earlier? I don't know if you want to talk if you the first thing you said, um you said the, the like the bull the bullets aren't aren't uh I guess what's under the Geneva Convention. What does that mean? So Geneva Convention the tells you like to use um uh, it's called 5.56 uh, green green type. Yeah. Now, green type is is actually it's actually more powerful than the, what we use, which is like it's very very it's like the um, um, the sharpshooters uh, bullets. That's the same bullet. Okay. So it's like very very fast. It goes immediately through your body and gets out from the same you know same place that it's got in. Yeah. Uh, to the body. And the infantry themselves, they use 5.56 white type. And the white type is harmful. Okay. okay? So it's like it gets, it gets in your body and it just get out of, in a different place, ruining your insides. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and this is for killing, you know. It's just deadlier. And so... And so that, so countries like Norway could, they would try to, they could prosecute you for that if you were to visit Norway. Well, the the thing it's like I'm myself. I, I don't you know want to give you just a, a misinformation answer because okay. I'm I'm didn't check this you know all the way in and I never actually heard about people who are getting uh, yeah. convicted yeah. for real. Yeah, but they, they always threaten us. Mm-hmm. You know, and let's say I know people who like instructed the countries in Africa, like Cameroon, yeah. and you know different countries who the struggle with ISIS. It might be banned from other uh, places in Europe just because of taking side in this whole world conflict. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, so one of the things, so, was, eventually getting actually convicted and going into jail, it's it's less probable, but the threatens are real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay, I I, I understand. I think I understand. Um, okay, and so one of the things you said is um, you were you were going to go to to Africa to to teach how to fight against ISIS. Yes. Can you? What can you talk to me about that? What can you tell me about that? Well, it's a it's a job that I'm trying to get into. Okay. So as a combat self, when you're you know pretty senior and good at what you're doing, so you can instruct. You know the younger people, like the younger, younger teams that come, mm-hmm. and you know just showing the things that you're the the best at. Yeah. So I was shooting, like, I was instructing shooting a Krav Maga, and and be just combat engineer. You know, like uh, being a sapper. Okay. And and the thing is that these days, um, Israel can you know work with other um, African countries where like. Like the enemy of my enemy is my friend, you know. Uh-huh. So countries that 
not Muslim and not taking the ISIS um, role in the in the African game yeah. of ISIS specifically, so they can so we can work with them. Yeah. Specifically, I don't know. I don't. I know only about Cameroon that they does this. Okay. And and Ivory Coast, Kenya, and Ethiopia. These like these like the current that I'm certain that they can work in. But it's like, man, it, there is no job that you can. There is no website that you apply to. Yeah, yeah. It's all work. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna <laughs> it's say it's not regular stuff. Yeah, there's no. You uh, need to know people. In- yeah, there's no. Uh, you don't walk on down to the store and pick up the application and. Uh, do you want to bag groceries <laughs> or would you like to fight ISIS? Ooh, ooh, I'll fight ISIS. You know, put your sources here. What's your phone number? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys like me know. <laughs> And the, the funny the funny thing is, you know, like, man, I don't have a profession. Yeah. You know, I barely finished high school. Yeah. So people who like me, and actually U.S. also have this problem of just uh, laid off soldiers. Yeah. So they do, you know, like um, dangerous jobs, let's say, like being a private army contractor. Mm-hmm. That Those are very, very high paying jobs. Yeah. But they are dangerous. Yeah. And man, this is this is what I'm good at. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, yeah. You it's... can be good into stuff. And I'm good at soldiering. Yeah, no, that's 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 exactly what. Yeah, why would you? There's no reason why you wouldn't do that. If you put this much time training, learning all of these skills, why wouldn't you go forward with that? It'd be it'd be silly not to. So things like well, you know, it's a not everything is simple in life, and it's very very um, um, emotionally charged. You know, like you you're in. It's called the golden cage. You're you have your own home private home with all the instructors the israeli ones okay and like great home and it's like very very luxurious yeah. and you have like a pool yeah and you have everything and sometimes you get fucking lobsters and steaks like man it's like crazy <laughs> like, you cannot talk to the you cannot go to the capital and look, uh, talk to the locals okay and the deal is so they you do like two months instructing and then like two weeks back home mm-hmm. something like this mm-hmm that's mostly the deal. Yeah. Hey, man. And man, it's it's pretty. That's hey, man. That's that sounds like a deal I would do, man. <laughs> I would. Not that they <laughs> would hire. Is a. <laughs> it pays the entrance me. level is like six grand dollars. Yeah. Dude, that's not that's. So I would. Do. Yeah, I would absolutely <laughs> take it, man. I would. So when are you gonna find out if you uh, if you get this job? Do you know? What do you mean by finding them? You said you said you're you're applying for it. You're trying to get the job. Yeah. When do you know when mm-hmm. you will when you will find out whether or not you got it that you can go do it? Well, sometimes it's just uh, so it's like the thing that I'm specifically looking into is either instructing okay. or even doing a um, a high threat in security. So mm-hmm. the security jobs, they are very, very well paid. But man, like Dang. you should not do it for a long time, like no more than a year yeah. for total and everything. Yeah. And just the statistics, yeah. statistics go up. Yeah. You know? Oh, jeez. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, that's. But you know, every time that you're being sent, so you, there's a kind of approval by the Israeli government. Okay. So I cannot just go and, you know, instruct or whatever I want. I need to get a certificate um sure. from the security staff in israel and they actually call me to tell me and you know and send the file but what i can and cannot uh, instruct 
So it's called the information leaking. You cannot uh, um, tell everything. You cannot instruct everything. Um, you cannot expose all your stuff. Um, but people who, you know, they, it's also a certificate that you, the people that you do train are kind of civilized and not just, you know, yeah, going to be a terrorist. Yeah. Awful things with. Stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, they have to, yeah, they want to make sure you're not, you're not training the wrong people because they're going to turn right around on you. You got to, yeah, I, I, okay, I get that. Um, so Which eventually it might happen because, you know, it's African countries, it's not stable. So yeah. you, so I heard about this guy who was actually my friend and he was teaching, uh, you know, just navigation, but he knows the people in Cameroon that did uh, a, just, you know, after that, it was like the, the, it's like a group in the army, but the same group, like a few months later, just, you know, tried to, I don't know, uh, assassinate some high rank or something and they all got killed and it was just, it's just sacked ass. Man. So they, they, is it, they can't do nasty stuff with your uh, information. Yeah. So we, we all need to get a certificate. Oh God. Oh God. So is, so is the, yeah, dude, it's crazy, man. It's, it's, uh, it's not America. That's for sure. So. No, and it's not Israel either. No, it's it's nothing. It's not Russia. It's not China. It's, it's, it's nothing. (laughs) It's nothing, man. It's, it's insanity. That's what it is. So Man, I hold an opinion. Like I I would never want to fight uh, fight Russians. I really don't. Me want neither. To me do neither. It to me neither. Hey man, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm American. We uh we pointed nuclear weapons at each other for fifty years, and we neither of us fought. So technically, we haven't fought Russia Russia either. I don't think anyone wants to. Everyone that fights Russia gets fucked up. Napoleon fucked up. Hitler fucked up. Just don't fight Russia. It's pretty simple. Don't go over there and just. <laughs> You know, it's you're good. It's just yeah. No, yeah. I, I feel you. So, like <laughs> I heard, read the, the different uh, thread on Reddit that there was like actually a a U.S. team from the U.S. training with kind of Russian military, and it was like super super snowy. I don't know where it is, where it was physically, but they were like in the camp after yeah. the after the drill. They were like super lazy, you know, going to grab some sleep, and the Russians just. We're showering in ice. What the like f- in the snow? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Crazy. They That's crazy, man. I have. A, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, I have a. I have a couple friends from Bulgaria, and they they're all crazy, dude. Eastern European, big buff guys. They just, <laughs> you know, we'll we'd go out drinking, and you know. I'd have some liquor. I'd take a shot, and I'd, you know they're sitting there. They got the whole bottle of vodka. Just go, 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 and they just like it's nothing. We drink vodka. We have Kalash and the cough, you know, <laughs> shit like that. And it's just like, oh man, you guys are men, not me. <laughs> so yeah, men were so tough. Like yeah. half of my family actually lives in Russia in oh, yeah? a village, and I came to visit there like two years ago. And they have a they have a saying. They say it goes like this: it's you Russian, you ready for some Russian? It goes like, "Piva bez vodka, na vietzer." So it's basically if you have your own pint of beer and you don't drop a, a shot of vodka inside, you just waste with a waste of money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. When I, I used to, so these guys, these guys that I'm friends with, they came over here to America in 2011 on like a summer visa, 
to, to make money to, to save up for school. And we worked security. And they're all these big bouncer guys. You know, not, not security like you do. Security at a bar, you know, to make sure, you know, the drunk girls don't fight or something, right? Pretty easy. But I remember they would all be speaking Russian and Bulgarian. And I was like, I want to know what to say. Like, I, I want to I fit in with you guys. Teach me something. So they, uh, you know, whenever a girl would walk by, they'd, they'd say something in my ear to say to them. And so I'd always, I'd always say, Dobe bof gazad, tsikinen. I don't know what it meant. They were telling me to... What? Say that again? Dobe bof tsikinen. So they were telling me to tell them... I was saying, kiss my ass, Gypsy. I had no idea what I was saying. I was like... That's nasty. Yeah, dude. And, I, and they, were, they were all laughing. And so I did it like a hundred times in one night. And, you know, it's just a bunch of white American girls. They don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm saying. It's whatever. Finally, these two girls come up. It's like two in the morning. I've been saying it all night. They're laughing. These two girls come up and I start to say it. I go, and they put their hand over my mouth. And I was like, why? And they, they, the girls walk by. They're speaking Bulgarian. And they're like, they know what you're saying. And I was like, okay, shit. Okay, shit. And I was like, nasty. yeah, they were like, they were like, you don't want to fuck with those girls, man. They'll. They'll rip your balls off. And I was like, oh shit, okay. <laughs> yeah, dude, they're fucking crazy. But, uh, have you been to Middle East Europe? Have I what? Have you been to East Europe? I have not. They've invited me to go to Bulgaria with them. One lives in Kosovo. I have not gone. I'd like to. Man, I believe you're pretty sure. Like, I've been only to Russia and in East Europe, I had never even been to. I, lo I work with lots of Ukrainians. Mm hmm. And man, they, they they just tell me that if you're a man and specifically a foreigner, a white foreigner in East, man, you just you're just so attractive to them. <laughs> first of all, because they, first of all, because their spouses, like the male spouses, are you know are just beating the shit out of them. It's and it's like yeah. very very irregular. Yeah, and this is what I heard girls, uh -huh. and you know, and it just they're they're it's their ticket out to get out of this sure. sticky country. You know, sure. Yeah. It happens like all around the world, even like South America. I heard it uh, totally happens. Just being a foreigner is like, I yeah. know, sexy. Hey, man. Hey, man. Maybe, maybe it works. I can't get a girlfriend here. Maybe I need to go to Russia and be like, hey, I'm an American citizen. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I can find love. <laughs> no, dude. Yeah. No, whenever. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Whenever. Yeah. Whenever friends, whenever they would come over here to America or even, you know, I'm friends with a couple guys that came over from England. Yeah, man. Foreign accents always work. You're over here in America? Yeah. Dude, your accent? You would do great. You would do great. Come to America? Myself? Oh, yeah, dude. You got a foreign accent. It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't... See, because every guy no, sounds like can't. me. Every guy sounds like me. It's just... It's nothing special. Whatever. And see, we got nothing to offer them. They already live in America. They don't have a ticket. They don't need a ticket anywhere. They're at the destination. So, yeah. If you came, <laughs> yeah, you came over. You came over speaking with your accent, telling some of the stuff you did, you know, how you fought, what you did, you know. Live combat? Oh yeah, dude, you'd clean up. You clean up. <laughs> you know, actually, this is what I wanted to tell you because if you have your your accent and you go around Tel Aviv, people just fascinated yeah. by you and yeah. want to to ask you like tons of questions. Hell yeah! Well, shit, man. Maybe I need to come to Tel Aviv and find some people for my podcast. Just be like, "Hi, I'm Tommy. I'm from America." I'd line them up. Perfect. Yeah, and you just and you just have so much fun. And I'm actually I met like in my work I met uh, I meet a ton of people and most of them are the U.S. 
And I met also like an Egyptian guy, like man, two days ago. And he says that he, when he goes out so, and he talks to people, so they, he tells them that he's Egyptian and he feels so welcomed. You know, people yeah. invite, like Israelis, Jews, yeah. invite him to come over, to sleep, to eat. Yeah. And it's a very, very big thing in the Middle Eastern culture. Like yeah. everybody in the Middle East, if they invite you to come in and to, you know, to enjoy and you and you don't agree, it's an insult. Okay. Okay. So if I was over you know, there. When, when I, also, when I'm pouring, you know, like, uh, let's say I saw I pour someone a one, I like, I do it like almost all the way, like uh, three fourths, yeah. uh, two thirds, let's say, in this time, because otherwise, man, it's just an insultment. It is. Yeah. Otherwise, it's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Whatever my Bulgarian friends would come over. Yeah. There's sort of, yeah. There's a weird culture shock because, yeah, they'd take wine and they'd, they'd fill it up till it was overflowing. And they, you know, they'd be running down their hands and, and they'd be drinking and it'd, yeah yeah i guess well shit i guess that's, i'll i need to i need to come to tel aviv and i'll make sure i'll make sure not to turn down any offers and i'll make sure to uh make sure to fill up everyone's wine glass <laughs> <laughs> they fill it for you okay good okay i want would it be more insulting if i tried to fill it in someone else's home no man that's great that's actually great you know when you feel at home it's like the next level yeah so i have a, a like I have Muslim friends. Yeah. Uh, they they Arab and they know that they've been to the army. They know everything, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, almost everything. You know? Almost everything. And, yeah. and one of them, his name is Muhammad, and he, and he tells me, you know, uh, just come over to my place and you know, uh, meet the family and let's get around. And this city is a little bit numerous because there have been like I don't know, like two times or three times terrorists dispatched from there. And anyway, I told him, man, like look at me, I'm. I'm and some damn whites, they will spot me from a distance. Yeah, yeah. And he, says, and he says like that. He says, no, 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 it's not what you think it is. Okay. Anyway, and says, trust me. So I trust him, and man, we go. And I had so much fun. Yeah. Man, I couldn't myself for anything. Yeah. I didn't took a shekel out. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't pay for myself. You know, tons of people want to meet with me, and man, they know that I'm Jewish. Yeah. That's and so, they must, and that's, we had so much fun together. It was just amazing. That's so cool, man. That's awesome to hear. I like to hear that. It's yeah. It's you know. I think for the most part, I think for the most part, people are good. Like around the world, I think for the most part, people we all want the same thing. You know, I understand it's not all good. It's not if there's a lot of fucking evil in the world, but for the most part, it's. I mean, we all want the same thing. Everyone, everyone wants to fall in love. Everyone wants to have a good paying job. Everyone wants to be healthy and everyone wants friends and you go out and you drink and you eat and then you go to sleep. It's, we all want some pretty basic, simple things. It's so, yeah, it's, it's, it's good to hear that. I bet it's refreshing, you know, to, to see, to see some love and humanity in what I imagine is a profession where all you see is hatred and inhumanity, you know, war. Mm. yeah and it's it's you put it like very very accurate and you know as a like i grew up nearby the gaza strip okay and though living in them man i never met an arab like until i was 18 i never met an arab which is pretty rare for an israeli yeah so anyway so one of my um you know initial thoughts while joining the army i told myself well i want to get to a good unit where i can you know meet actually locals in some situations, 
and talk to them and mm-hmm. like you know hear what they have to say yeah and man like i met in all the hell holes of the west bank yeah and those stuff and people really as you put it they want to make their living have their family have their property yeah and that's fucking it they don't want to find it no and yeah. they don't really care you know they don't really care what happens beyond the fence you know yeah it's it's, it's like they're micro you know micro um microcosm uh and yeah and that's enough for them yeah and so and always they put it in the in the eventually like it's all the governs you know the governments this they it's them fighting yes it's it's a small percent of assholes that are ruining it for everyone it's a very small percent of assholes yeah what like if once there's like an ama on reddit there's one going on of uh of an iraqi guy and man it's totally the same an iranian and when they go on reddit they always ask them on private you know like whoa man like do you really care or not really and they may say no man it's just government shit yeah exactly it's you're you're right it's well yeah whenever you i'm i'm talking to someone to do my podcast who's protesting in hong kong and i asked him i was like you know what are your thoughts on this what are your thoughts he's like i'm protesting but you know the main thing on his mind he's like I have a date with a girl tomorrow, like, uh, or, you know, uh, you know, it's just, but it's just like, oh, holy shit. Like you see it on the news and you think of these, you think of nations as one unit, you know, I think, I think Israel and I just think one unit, I think Russia, I think one unit, it's just all Russians are doing this. All Americans are doing that, but it's, it's your, you're right. Like I'm an American, I'm just, but I'm just sitting here, man. I'm like, sure. I got my American flag, but I mean. I'm sitting here. I'm taking care of my old dog. I'm just, you know, that's whatever. It's just hanging out. And, yeah, it's you're. And right. that's the thing. I guess you know. I think like the worst uh, thing about uh, being American, like Thomas, like do you travel often? Me? No. No. Okay. But there's a thing like when there's American, let's say, traveling abroad, let's say, in Israel. So people ask all their politics questions for this, like, only for the American, like uh, all it targeted in him. Yeah. And mainly he doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time he doesn't have the answer because he doesn't, yeah. doesn't really care. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, if I came over there and they'd ask me, I'd be like, I don't know. I'm I'm here to drink wine and eat food, man. I, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm, what are you doing? Same thing, dude. It's, you know, under uh, under Eisenhower, when we first started flying the, uh, the U-2 over Russia, one of the things that... He, one of the big things that the um, the CIA photo uh, analyzers said was, so when the U-2s came back, the first flight, <clears throat> and they got all the high-resolution imagery, and they could cover thousands and tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of square miles, huge, you know, jump in, in surveillance technology. One of the things Eisenhower and the, and the chiefs of staff at the Pentagon said was, not everyone's marching in the streets with guns. They said most of the Russians... They're milking their cows. They're going to church. They're. It's just like, oh, they're just like us. But it's, it's like, yeah, they're just like fucking us. It's, it's, it's. There's only a couple other assholes, and they're spying on us. It's like, it's like you guys are the assholes. Like, it's, you know. Yep. But it's unfortunately the the small percentage of bad people. They're the ones in power. They're the ones that can affect everything. So. It's yeah, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. I'm actually I'm I'm positive about the future. Yeah. In those you know manner, 
because man with globalization and you know that internet is so available and I can speak to you because we met on reddit yeah but like man like but but 10 years ago it was not simple as as no at all no no it's and you know, and we can speak and we can share thoughts but 10 10 years ago it was not like this yeah and just because of this fact the Iraqis, you know, can go and do their own IAMA. And, you know, and people actually asking, man, on my IAMA that I did, I had so much good time. Yeah. And people were privately, you know, sending me a message about, you know, interesting things. And I had so much good time. Yeah. And it was very, very fun. Yeah. And they asked good, wise questions that they cannot get from the from the media, from yeah. the fucking news. Yeah. Because it's not just bullshit most of the time. I don't see, I wouldn't watch news for... Eight years now, and I'm, yeah, the, and I'm very, yeah. very happy. That yeah, I'm yeah, no, I'm so much happier when I when I don't when I don't watch. I find when I watch the news for a couple days, my mood starts to get worse. I wake up and I'm like, oh, the world is fucked. Everything's going to hell. Yeah. When I don't get on the news, it's, going it's, it's bad. <laughs> it's it's you know, oh no, it's you know, it's <laughs> but. Days like yesterday and today, I got up, went to the gym, listened to some music. Today, I'm talking to a guy in the Israeli Special Forces. It's, hey, it's you know, it's just it's so much more beautiful. Hey, give me one second. I gotta go to the bathroom. I'm gonna come back and we're gonna keep talking. All right. All right, I'll be right back. <laughs> I'm on my my way. Okay. Okay. Alrighty. Just a minute, my friend. Yeah, you're good. I'm a wish I could send this to you. This is Yamina Winery. Yeah. We are good wine. Oh yeah. It looks good, man. You look like you're enjoying it. You need a you need a you need to put a little hole in your mask so you can drink. <laughs> yeah. Cheers, man. That's for you. Cheers. Hey, I'll I'll cheers you with my I'll cheers you with my water. No, you cannot cheers with water, sir. I'm sorry. You need to drop something hard in there. Oh. 
I, I, I stopped drinking a couple of years ago. I was getting too crazy with it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it was... Why is that? No, it's... um. I found that I, I wasn't I wasn't drinking with I found I wasn't drinking with friends to like laugh and get drunk. I find I found that I would drink because I was depressed and you know mm. to forget about things. And I never I never developed a problem with it, but it looked but I started to look ahead in the future and it looked like I was going to develop a problem with it and I was like let's just stop this now. So Plus, I was getting really fat, and so I was like, fuck, I need to stop drinking. I need to start, you know, you can't go to the gym in the morning when you're hungover. And, you know, yeah. I, I think, you know. Just thinking happiness tomorrow and having it today. Yeah. Yeah, you said, um, <clears throat> you said you were, you were at a funeral today. Yes. Yes. Do you, is, can, can, or do you want to talk about that? Well, it's uh, it's my best friend's father mm-hmm. who who died from cancer, and you know the the craziest thing, man, it's like took one year to, to the guy to go from hero to zero. Yeah, yeah, like this one year, and man, and I think about it, and I'm like blown about the fact that, dude, maybe I'll be like I might be 35, get you know, and I hope not, but maybe get a disease. And a year after I'm gone, it's so fucking fast, dude. That's, but I think, I think it's important to to know that. It's, you know, in in college, I wanted to be a doctor, and I studied all the time. Never had, you know, never went out with friends, never did anything. And when I graduated, I, I got into medical school to go be a doctor. But I just, I remember thinking, like, I'm not happy doing this. And, you know, mm-hmm. in an ideal world, I'll be able to do this for 20 more years, make money and retire. But I was like, there's no guarantee that I'm not going to die. And that was, <laughs> one, that was one of the things that made me go, like, what am I doing? So I taught myself graphic design and I eventually started this podcast. I was like, I really like talking to people. Because one thing I always mm-hmm. think of is, like, you know, I could have made a lot of money as a doctor. But I always thought like I could just get sick and be dead in a year. And so that's one of the things that kind of gave me the boost of courage to to make a podcast was because I thought it could end tomorrow. So like might as well do what I like now. And hell, man, that's led to me talking to you. So I I, I enjoy it. So but yeah, in that in that time, I, you know, there was some bouts of depression, which led to drinking a lot of alcohol. So I had to stop doing that. Man, you know, first of all, I may, I wish you the best with the podcast. And the thing that you were talking about, about um, about depression. So there was a beautiful thread that I read, man, yesterday. And it goes like this on Reddit also. It goes like this. 70% of world uh, suicide rate is men, mm-hmm. are male. Well, what can we do to help them? Mm-hmm. And man, the thread was beautiful and you know they talk about they talk about so many things that just was such an eye-opener yeah about you know that that probably you also and myself also grew up with this men up attitude yes yes don't don't talk about it don't cry stand up you know it's yeah man and it's and it just it rules your psyche yeah slowly and it and it comes to you and then you know like you a decade later, you you much less emotional. Yeah, yeah, 
and it's it's fun. and it and you know I, I thinking about my my guys from the army and you know PTSD is much more um, there's much more cases of it than you think mm-hmm. and it might be you know pretty you don't need to kill a man to have a PTSD man you just need to be in certain very very high high stressful uh, situations and you might get it like that yeah and it's not you know you can only live with that and and like men specifically are so disposable you know they go to the army because they go to the army and certain places it's mandatory but when it's not mandatory it's still men yeah it's still yeah do it and then it's, they're so disposable they send us to work and when you finished you know nobody talks about the switch to the civil life yeah man it's not easy yeah it's, it's not easy yeah how, how yeah i mean one of my best friends served in the middle east as a in the u.s army same age as me and yeah when he came back he it took him like seven years to he he was drinking gained weight was lazy and in the last year or Damn. so He's got sober. He's lost all the weight. He's, you know, he's got abs again. He's dating girls and he's, he's feeling good. But he was like, you know, for every person like me that, you know, the transition back to civilian life is bad and then it gets better. It's like for every person like me, there's 10 that gets bad and it never gets better. They just, it gets worse and worse and worse or they commit suicide. And yeah, it's, it's, it happens. Yeah. Um, so what are what are the, the yeah, actually cool thing about PTSD mm-hmm. is that you can guess from a lot of things and it's like and I actually studied it from a doctor very very lately like I think like a month before and it goes like this very it's super simple in high stressful situations the body's voltage is going like very very high and it might be and then it like branches to two uh, cases either he is like you know is like a more introvert. And so he just doesn't, you know, he doesn't make contact and he's like very, very confused and mumble and let's say, or either he's very, very active, actually, okay. but not rationally. Okay, so let's say if you're a combat, so this guy, you know, might shoot to all, all you know, all direction and, you know, yell orders, which are just, you know, not necessarily yeah. at all. Yeah. And, you know, very, 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 very active. But, you know, you, you spot from, from the right to the minute that he's not right in his mind. Yeah. And the treatments start on the same second that you notice it. Yeah. So people who you notice that they are not, you know, they're emotionally charged in the situation. And you you know, in combat, you might have, you know, like a fighting. Combat is like two days. It's like 20 minutes of adrenaline and two days that you don't see anything. Okay. You don't see a terrorist every day man, yeah, yeah. in a war. Yeah. Yeah. And, and... It just, you know, taking, um, it just giving them actions to do actions and to be involved and don't just discharge them. Because if you discharge them, man, it's just, it will be very, very bad situation for them. They will feel guilt and they will feel remorse and all those bad feelings make them, you know, it just ruins their psyche immediately. So you need to to let them stay in, mm-hmm. you know, actually staying in war and not discharge discharging them, because by being active, yes, they are being treated. Yes, yes, that's their treatment by initially. Being, yes, after that, you know, I wish they will, they will go to a psychologist who will listen to them 
but but for now that's like the best that you need to do and then it happens like in so many cases like if even if in uh, brutal sexual abuse and those stuff that are super super sad it, it's still kind of uh kind of the same treatment yeah 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 man it's jeez so do you want to do you want to talk so I, I don't know what you know what i can what i can ask and what's you know inappropriate or so i, I don't but I mean, I so I, I but I have to ask. You know, you're Israeli special forces. You have a life that's not like mine. What's the most stressful? What's the craziest shit you've done, man? What's what's combat like? What's you know? What's it? What's it like shooting terrorists? What's it? You know, it's. I don't. I don't want to ask you stuff, and it you know it not be because we're just talking about mental health, and then I don't want to jump in and be like, tell me about your crazy shit, but. But you did say when, you know, before this podcast, you told me privately, you said, you know, feel free to feel free to ask whatever you'd like to ask. So, uh, what? Yeah. So, um, I say, man, it's good. Yeah. So, um, what's it? Yeah. What's it like shooting terrorists? Um, very good question. (laughs) 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 Because I don't. I tell you why, because if someone, and I've been asked, you know, I travel pretty often and I've been asked by, if I meet people and they know that I've been to the army, let's say, because I told them. Yeah. So sometimes they might just ask, oh, so how many people have you killed? Yeah. It's not a good question. No, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, no. Well, because I have, like I said, some of my best friends have served in the Middle East and I have never once asked them, you know, have you killed anyone? Because I... That's a bad thing to ask. You don't want to trigger PTSD. But I'm, the only reason I'm asking is because you told me, feel free to ask. So, yeah, I'm asking. So, so have have you killed anyone? So, myself, I'm zero confirmed kills. Okay. And the thing is, if somebody tells you that he has confirmed kills, so either he's a sniper or he's just talking shit. He's talking shit. Because yeah. you can't it know. It might be just... You, you, I'm gonna let my cat out just a minute. Yeah. Anyway, because man, in fog of war, it's not. You know, it's, it's, it's not a uh, video game. You can't. You don't know what happened. You don't know if you got him or not, right? Yeah, man. Like you might, you might be in an outpost with just a building, and you're getting you're being shot at with a with a a rpg let's say and you have no idea where it's from yeah and you say and you know and just shooting to a direction that you believe it's it is but you know it's not it's fucking war man yeah it's uh very nasty and very confusing yeah so in fog of war you might be so we were thrown at we were ambushed right so we actually and i wrote it on the iama yeah, and read it yeah i saw that and and man, they just throw an IED on you, and you don't even spot where it's from. But you shoot like crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because you need to do something, right? Yeah. And and you know, or or maybe you've been uh, uh, you've been shot at, and you're in the in the bush, and not in a not in a in a neighborhood, let's say, but in bushes. I mean, you just, everybody shoots to the same point and you don't know if you kill them yeah. or you just throw a grenade. You, you don't know if it's took them. Yeah. So confirmed kills are <laughs> yeah, so, um, the but, biggest uh, <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, no one has confirmed. Or, yeah. Like you said, you got to be a sniper or 
you're just talking shit at your ass. You're at a bar, you're trying to impress a girl. I've got 50 confirmed kills. <laughs> no, you haven't, you pussy. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, so so what's... I'm zero confirmed, but, uh, but again, when you operate, like, you know, you operate RPGs, then you are being ambushed at night, and you just shoot at the position, or you just... Or I, myself, I was a sapper, so I might detonate a, a, a charge. I don't know if it's killed them or the yeah. people who shoot them afterwards, you know, uh, yeah. from a distance kill them. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's... There's... I'm just... I arrived like 10 minutes after, like after after all the adrenaline like went off and I just see and I see the dead bodies and I'm like, well, well yeah, it might be me and it might be not. Yeah, yeah, it's... I, I don't know why I keep saying yeah, like I know what you're talking about because I've, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I've never been in war, but I'm, I'm going, yeah, that's how it is, right? I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> you know, I shot a gun like twice and I'm <laughs> I'm over here like, yeah, that's how war, yeah, I agree, I agree. Yeah, so, but, um... How was it though? What? How was it shooting the gun for the first time? I fucking loved it, dude. I was, I was like, I was like eight when I first shot a gun. I could barely hold it. It was like this big. Really? Yeah, I was hunting. I was hunting, and uh, I shot at a rabbit, <laughs> and I and I think the gun almost flew out of my arms. Yeah, 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 dude. It's dude. It's it's all see. But I've so I've that was a shotgun, I believe, and I I've shot a pistol before. I've never shot anything bigger. What's it like? Um, actually, you know, we'll get to that later. Let's let's talk about some other shit. So what what was it like being? Yeah, what was it? I figure I have you here. I'm like I can talk to anyone about guns. I, I want to talk to you about cooler shit. What was it? Let's go. Yeah. So what the fuck was it? Like you got ambushed. What the fuck was that like? Just think you're gonna die, dude? Was it adrenaline? Was it just fucking all out? You know, go Rambo. So we were actually in a. We were the senior team. We called uh, Team Ten. Okay. Uh, so we are the seniors, the most senior in the unit, and the seniors. It's now that they take the hardest jobs, right? Yeah. So. We're actually back at home uh, resting, and the the best thing about the Israeli army that's meant like the outpost that you're serving in is like three hours drive from your home. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Okay. Crazy. Okay. So you can actually be deployed and meet your girlfriend at the weekend, <laughs> and that is just great. <laughs> Man. Yeah. So we are back at home, and we are getting called on Shabbat, and on Shabbat nobody operates phone. Like you know, religious people don't operate phones. Uh, but we are getting called and it's like very, very rare. Okay. Um, so <clears throat> they just, the officers or the commander told us, uh, you know, that we need to come fast uh, until uh, eight in the evening and just get there, you know, just get there and you'll be informed later. So I'm uh, getting on my uniform, you know, I tell my parents, I was living with my parents at the time, I'm telling them, you know, it's just a drill and everything is fine, you know, just going to do like some logistic stuff. And when I got there, so I get to the outpost and I was, I hate this word, but I was kind of a commander, but I hate this word. Yeah. yeah I don't use it ever, but yeah. I needed to go to the com- commander's uh, meeting. Uh-huh. So I sit, you know, with the, the officer and, uh, and the higher ranks. So it was the, the company commander and all the intelligence people. <laughs> and when like the, the company commander is like, well, I don't want to say that we are going to kill somebody today, but we're totally going to kill somebody today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has this, this bad um, way of putting words yeah. anyway. And, you know, it, it's a little bit stressful, but man, we just have we just laugh like crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got, you got but, to. I mean, yeah. Go, keep going, keep going. 
And uh, so we are being sent. It's a uh, it's a city called Jenin. It's in the West Bank. Uh, we needed to go to the just to you know. It's a, like how to say it in English. Um, just very very highly targeted and highly targeted operation where you need to take off uh, two people and we go and we're like you know doing it okay um did what we had to do and on the way back because when you know when you shoot it's noisy um so on the way back we got fucking ambushed and ambushed which means that we were in the lower area okay. right like in the lower part in the neighborhood and been like dozens of ieds dozens and it was like this was like actually like in the movies which you actually you see the terrorist with your eye and you're like in the corner and you try to shoot it and he's like throwing something at you or maybe shooting at you and you're like you're dodging and then you shoot back some yeah but you know you know you don't you don't get all the it's like very like corner fightings and close the warfare man you like barely see something yeah, like it's just... very very super fast yeah yeah it's just super fast yeah Anyway, so we're trying to uh, um, to retreat. Eventually, we did what he had to do. We we finished the task, and on the way back, man, we just think about we go like in two lines, and they just threw the IEDs like very very accurately in the middle of the team. Mm-hmm. Now, looks the IED itself. It looks like a imagine like a bottle of vodka, mm-hmm. which is filled up with uh, explosive. Usually, it's just TNT powder and debris okay mm-hmm. so so you have sharp nail mm-hmm. and and it's and many they throw like some like in the middle of the team and and those that got really close specifically to myself i just didn't explode because they have some uh i don't know just a miracle i guess yeah yeah, yeah. it was a it was a die <laughs> it was a... yeah and my heart rate was like 200 man. <laughs> yeah i i like i remember you know that uh that um, people say that time warps yeah. when like, there's like something very very dangerous. Man, it's totally true. Really, and your senses are dude, crazy. Dude, like everything dude, is actually slow motioning. Explain it. Explain it. Tell you got You got to explain this to me. Just walk me through it. Like what's? Just explain it. <laughs> so I I wanted you know just to to give my memory to 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 implant it to you. Yeah. Thing. We are and we are totally geared up in a in a neighborhood, mm-hmm. and the bad peoples are outside throwing the IEDs, and the good people, you know, just the civilians, the Arab civilians, are inside because yeah. they don't want to get hurt. Yeah. So you kind of know, and you and like everybody knows that we are in, right? We are totally, you know, they they know we're in, right? And I just see these IEDs being thrown at us, and some, you know. We dodge them, and sometimes you know you just um, get uh, getting cover, or the or it got stuck on a stair, and it it uh, took all the debris, all the sharp nails, and you got saved, or it just you know just didn't explode in the in the last minute. So so it happens, and it like you know so you you just hear all the explosions around, and you you shoot back, and you just keep on moving, you know, just keep on moving, yeah, until you get out, yeah. And, and they, it, there was a beautiful moment of um, of the guy with the submachine gun. I mean, he was like in the front, and when when in the moment that it broke, you know, and and all the ambush actually started. I mean, in that moment, 
he just standing he was standing we were in cover and he was in the middle of the street just spraying <laughs> like in the just like in the in the scene from walls with bashir yeah which is a great movie a great movie just standing in the middle of the street spraying to their asses <laughs> and man this is beautiful man <laughs> beautiful it's beautiful that's yeah it's just so so it's all in slow motion when it first happens and it's yes, for the for a few seconds maybe up to a minute it's like totally time works yeah and how's your vision do you do you see really clearly um yes i don't know like how, i don't know how to um like clearly is not the right word but let's say if you look to a to a you know it's, it's like very dark because it's, it's night for yeah. sure and you're looking inside the, let's say a an alley and it's dark but there's like movement so you like you will notice right away okay okay you got me yeah so like this right or maybe you know if you take a look around and you see all your all your uh, teammates so you will automatically you will remember their positions where they're pointing the rifle to like what's going on okay. if somebody shoots so where does he shoot to okay and if he actually uh, you know, just get you just absorbs you tons just, of information in letting you just go like a second you're like you're like superman first you're just seeing everything and it's <clears throat> jesus that's crazy it's now have have you been in anything where any of your 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 friends or people you were operating with have you been in anything where someone you know is killed uh injured injured yes okay actually the same operation uh so the younger team tried to do it before and they got ambushed also and one of them you know just the just the idea exploded on his ass and he got sharpness in his ass and then helicopter came and took him and yeah, he got he got a nice lo- uh, lump sum of money after that. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. The yeah. best make best way to make passive income is to get injured in the army <laughs> while uh, while in a, in an operation. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you guys ever like? <laughs> so, do you guys ever like? Uh, do you guys ever scheme like, hey, I'm gonna shoot you in the foot, you shoot me in the foot, and then we can <laughs> we can get a paycheck. <laughs> That's what I would do. No, he actually, yeah, so it actually, it happened to me and my friend. We were actually in the course and it was like, we, we just wanted to get home, you know? Yeah. We wanted to see home a little bit, to see our, our girlfriends at the time. So we, we we broke each other's thumbs just a little bit for fraction to, to be back home. It actually, yeah, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah. You broke each other's I mean, thumbs. <laughs> I was like, I was like, man, I'm not watching. I'm not watching. Step on my on my thumb, and I'll and we'll be good to go. And we just <laughs> switch. <forward. laughs> oh my god! Uh, life's good. Oh my god! Yeah, life's good. I love you. You're my favorite. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <coughs> Shit, man. Okay, so maybe I maybe I could survive in the military. It seems like there's other guys like me. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, you, do, man. you know, uh, like 
the people in specific, specifically combat, you know, or the people that I was uh, dealing with, you know, like the teammates, uh-huh. they have such a dark humor. Yeah. Man, like when we are training and you like the whole week you're outside, you know, sleeping in bushes, navigating, doing your own stuff. In the moment they open their eyes, until they close their eyes, it's only like nasty dark jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just... It could be like... um you much they will you know point at you and say bro you like have more chances of of killing a woman than sleeping with a woman <laughs> like, oh, so you will kill such a virgin you know <laughs> holy shit <laughs> holy shit but <laughs> bro you've got more chances of killing a woman than sleeping with jesus christ <laughs> Man, I thought I had a dark sense of humor. That's awesome. <laughs> About the other guys, in the same operation, that we need to take out two people. So it is now like not not everybody shoots. Only one yeah. shoots eventually. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> before you, you know, before you get exposed. So his name is let's call him Jay. So I told him, okay. Jay, man, you can kill two people at night, but you cannot sleep with two girls at one night, man. <laughs> no chance. You have a better chance of killing. Killing two high value targets in one night than you do getting two girls. No way. But yeah, I feel like I feel like you got to do that though in those situations. That's how you stay sane. That's how you you know don't freak out. Is I feel like you got to be able to make jokes about the situation. You know, like you got to be able to yeah. laugh about it because the only otherwise you'd be. You know, the, at least I think if I was, you know, in war and no one was making jokes, the entire time I'd be thinking about, am I going to die? Am I going to see my mom and dad again? Am I going to go home? Am I going to, you know, am I going to accidentally kill a civilian? Am I, am, is my best friend going to die? But if you can sit there and kind of just, you know, take your mind off of it and be like, hey, man, you got a better chance at committing a war crime than you do getting a girl. <laughs> like, you know, it's, <laughs> you know, it, <laughs> It, 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 <laughs> it, the thing is, the, the thing that you said, it thinks about it, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. Everybody thinks about it, and then someone comes from the side and just breaks the pattern. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. It's, I love them. Yeah. I, it's, it's, how else, yeah. How else would you survive? I would, I feel like if you didn't, you would go crazy. You would break. You, you'd probably, you'd probably snap. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be an effective soldier. So. Well, I don't. The PTSD rates are fucking higher than than you think. Yeah, no, I, I, and, I believe it. And that's the way to to deal with it. Yeah. Jesus, man. So, what's um, what's the what's the what's the darkest thing you've ever seen? What's the, you know, just evil shit? What's, yeah. Um. Actually, it might be as a civilian. Oh man, this one is like a total throwaway. It would be so much fun. Actually, as a civilian, after the army, it's this. So we have, as people, as Israelis, man, our country is tiny, right? Yeah. So yeah. everybody knows all all the cool places. They know all the springs. They know all the rivers that you can go to. But um, specifically us, you know, the the people who are like we call ourselves like hardcore hikers. Yeah. So we have a spot in the Golan. 
Uh, it's a spot in the Golan Heights that you you just need to get close to the border with Syria. And, and it's, there, you see like big sign that says not allowed to enter. So you enter yeah. right with your car. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just a ruined village. And you go on the tower itself. Like only the only thing that stands is the tower. And you sit there. And the border is like, you know, like 10 meters from you. And you look to the other side, which is Syria, in a city called Kunitra. And you would just see the fighting. Oh, shit. Like, in nighttime, you will see the tracers. You yeah. see a bomb. Like, uh, like one time at night, you'll see bombing. Yeah. But mostly, you know, just tracers yeah. and people fighting. And you sit there, you know, drinking hot chocolate. And you, you actually see people fighting for their shitty fucking life for the whole night. All night long. It, Man, that's got to be an eye opener. That's insane. That's fucking insane. That's yeah. like, that's like some Roman Coliseum shit. You're, you're just watching. Yes. You're watching. Have you have you watched people? Have you watched people kill each other? Man, so you know it's so far. You yeah. don't see it with your. Okay. You don't see like, their expression. You see tiny, like, tiny uh, yeah, figures. Yeah. Okay, but man, yeah, they're each other and i was sitting with my girlfriend at the time jesus man <laughs> that's right man quite a quite a romantic date <laughs> yeah and man, this this is it's it's just an eye-opener so when i take a friend let's say i have a, a friends who are you know not locals from student exchange i tell them this listen it's 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 not fun it's beautiful but it's not fun but it's an eye opener mm -hmm. to see what the Middle East is like. It's not a quite neighborhood, sadly. I hope it will, yeah, but it's not. Yeah, and, it's... and we'll get the, the the fighting. Yeah. Now, so when dealing with when dealing with motherfuckers like ISIS or ISIL, whatever you want to call them, the Islamic State, and they they so badly want want you and your people dead. They open you know they, they want you gone how do you feel yep. about having to <clears throat> having to limit what weapons you use against them i mean you like you said earlier you know it's there are a lot of bad things but when you have this group of fucking barbaric demonic people and they they're beheading people they're lighting people on fire that jordanian pilot they lit on fire they they put people in cages and lower them into water and drown them. They wrap them with a detonation cord. They wrap it around their heads. They've, they, you know, cut their throats, cut off the, you know, they do, they run over them with tanks. When you see people like that and you're Jewish, they, they, they wouldn't like me. I'm a white American. You're Jewish. They want, they want you fucking gone. How do you? How do you look at them and this this threat you have to deal with your people, your military force? And then there's something like the Geneva Convention, and it's like, hey, you can't use that type of bullet. It's a bunch of politicians and fucking you know ivory towers that never have to see this in their life. You know what what is your mindset on that? You know, there you you can't use white phosphorus artillery. You can't use what you can't use napalm. You can't use cluster bombs. But you're looking at these people and you're like, they want me and everyone I know and love. Not only do they want you dead, they want you dead and they want to kill you in the worst possible way. How can you look at that? And then yeah. I'm asking you, how do you look at that and go, we're not going to use everything we have against these people? 
You know, if I'm if I'm you, I'm looking at it like let's use white phosphorus. Let's let's use napalm. Let's use cluster bombs. Let's use carpet bombing. Let's use poison gas. I, I would look at it and I imagine in that point it's it's kill or be killed. But you but you have to restrict the offensive weaponry and tactics and I mean literally different chemicals you can and can't use. Tell me about what how do you feel about that? What is your mind what what is the general mindset over over there? Well, that's a great question because it just will lead me it will lead me to a whole bunch of things that I would ju just would like to share my opinion, opinions on. Please, please, please. And short answer and short answer is about the Geneva Convention, I don't I just don't don't give a shit. I don't think about it because yeah. our 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 gear and our bullets and bombs are the ones that we used to use, you know? When they change a thing about the, the the convention itself and the I don't know the rules, I, we we don't think about it. You know, if we need to change something about the gear, so the commander will tell us and we'll do it, mm -hmm. right? Or you know, the air force man, I'm not in the air force. I'm just an infantry. Eventually, yeah. I'm just standing in the field with my rifle doing my own things. Yeah. So Geneva, most of the time, is actually much higher than us. So I don't really feel it and don't don't give a shit about this. Yeah. But. In Israeli, you hear so many, you know, so many times that people want to kill you, so you get kind of immune to this. Yeah, man, like everybody knows, everybody knows, and all our neighbors, you know, sometimes they claim this, and so everybody knows and kind of immune to this. But the thing is, I I see those videos, and I say it's so fucking sad, man. Yeah. It is so sad that it happens to a. You know, let's say Iraq and Syria, they were like golden times. And then the 20th century came and crushed them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Syria will not be a developed country for the two, at least two decades. Yeah. doesn't matter how much money they get from Europe or US. And man, they, they, it, it's fucking ruined. And it's so fucking sad because they are our neighbors. And they had, you know, their yeah. golden times. But now because of fucking terrorist organization, which is just led by some lunatics. It, they can bring a you know a country to their knees, and it's so fucking sad to see this. Yeah. And the 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 thing that I wanted to get to, um, people who join these these terrorist uh, groups, I myself I am not, you know, so I, it's it's just an assumption. But I was just asking tons of people, like everything that's related, and you know, and asking like Mossad people and people who talk with them, operate with them, like the most. Like the the biggest intake is this: people who join them are rebellious kids who want to do rebellious shit. Wow. Now you know, like raping and stealing stuff, yeah. and you know, just being like it's like you know, laying off their energy. It's now if I if, if I was a kid in West Bank or or Gaza Strip, man, I'd be Hamas. Yeah, yeah. Only join Hamas. Yeah, because you're. Because man, because I, I had tons of energy, no profession. My my, you know, family are low middle class. So this is what you know. I would just, I just, you know, from a rebellious kind of energy. Yeah. And if you have friends that, right? And you know, and they were, let's say, it's weird to say that, but having kind of a good time, you know, doing their stuff. Yeah. So you kind of <clears throat> want to do it, have the camaraderie. Yeah, it's, I mean. You know, I mean, I think of I think of myself when I was a teenager. You got in trouble just to get in trouble. You know, 
You did the opposite yep. of what your parents <laughs> said just to do the opposite of... I went to a private Catholic school. My hair was really long because you weren't allowed to have long hair. The second I got out, I cut it because I didn't give a fuck. You know, is. But yeah, it's, you know, luckily I'm in America and that was my rebellion. But yeah, if you're in these war-torn nations and there's nothing and there's nothing and there's no education and there's there's no opportunity and all your friends are joining, you figure you're going to die young anyway. Hell, a lot of these terrorist organizations, it's join us or we will kill you. Yeah, I yep. mean, I, I get what you're What else is there to do but fuck it join you know it's and sometimes it's like might be the only way for a person to provide to his family yeah sure. so have you heard about the farmers uh, shooting like rpgs in afghanistan on uh, american outposts no so they yeah it's like lately on news and yeah it's like farmers what like why would a farmer do this because they get he get paid like 200 bucks yeah for each each time he shoots for him, it's you know, he just want to provide to his family. Yeah. So I never blame them. Yeah. You say that you know, we're it's mostly decent people in undecent situations. Decent people in undecent situations. Yeah, it's. God damn, man. It's crazy to hear, because I mean, it's it'd be one thing if I tried to you know connect that logic. Be like if I was in, you know, wherever I would join Hamas. But to hear you say that these people want you dead, but you still see that humanity in them. I mean, that's, that's fucking beautiful for lack of a better phrase. It's beautiful that you see that, but there's also the reality, you know, okay. You see the humanity, you see that they're, they're teenagers, they're rebellious. They want some money. Their friends are joining. Like you said, it's horrible shit, but yeah, it's the good times. Now, the reality is, is it does not matter if you see that humanity and understand it. They still are going to try to kill you, whether or not they personally care. You know, it's maybe it's their commander telling them to kill you, regardless if they're a, a bad yeah. person or regardless if they're just a, you know, 18 year old. The reality is, is they're still trying to kill you. So yep. how do you how do you, you know, how do you deal with that? You know, it's. You like you see the humanity, but at the same time, it's like if I don't fucking kill them, they're gonna kill me or they're gonna kill my friends. So uh, what is? Yep. What? So you need to be quicker. You what? You need to be quicker. You need to be quicker. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess kill them first. It's that's Jesus, man. Our lives are you so know, the, different. The thing is, I. Even when while in operation, while I'm doing the stuff that I need to do, in the same time, I always think like in the back of my head, man, I just so feel for them, you know. I so yeah. I like I'd wish that they would be richer yeah. and have much, you know, better welfare. They will not do this stupid stuff. Yes. And I tell you something about the refugee camps. Refugee camps. There's an international stupid fucking law yeah. about refugee camps that being a labeled refugee camp. You're not allowed to have um, social service, kind of. No, exactly. You're not allowed to have police, not allowed to have um, health services, and you cannot have any kind of uh, um, schooling. So get, guess what happens, man? So they, they're like create. refugee camps. And this really happened, which is like the, 80, 70 years old, refugee camps. 
and they don't get any services. People there are just super violent. Yeah. Doing their, their own just because of this fact. Because they're not allowed to have it, the welfare that they deserve. Yeah. Jesus, dude. And this, you know, the numbers don't lie. Yeah. It just, it's only this because of the fact that they don't have better things to do. Yeah. It's, you know, I've, 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 I've brought that up on other podcast episodes. I've said, <clears throat> my idea is that, you know, world peace or like at least relative, uh, regional stability it's not going to come through through leaders shaking hands and signing stuff and it's going to come through everyone having enough food and water and a home and medicine when you have all that stuff why would you fight you only fight when it's you only do that shit when when there is no other option to get those things that you like we talked about at the beginning of the episode friends family love you you don't you resort okay there's yes you have the occasional evil fucking person but you only resort to shit like killing and possibly being killed when there's no other way to get those basic things for yourself and for the ones that you love it's so it seems like the way to to terminate all of this is not you know overwhelming military superiority or or, you know, shaking hands and signing contracts and all these politicians, look how great we are, you know, elect, you know, vote That's for me. It's, it's a bunch of bullshit. What's going to, what's going to do it is, is somehow reducing resource scarcity and competition. It seems like that's, that's the only way it can be fixed. And then you have to question are there people in charge that know that and they don't want that they want division they want they want there to be competition because it's easier to stay in charge when you have people fighting it's i'm ranting i'm ranting what are your thoughts on this i don't know about that you know i don't know about i'm not a politician myself and i honestly you know we have elections, and I and I can barely can make my mind because I don't think that anybody represents what I think. Yeah, but get that man, get that uh, fact. Around uh, ten years ago, maybe a little bit more, between us and the West Bank, there was no fence, right? And these times were great, man. They would come to work in Tel Aviv, and Jews were shopping in Jenin, at the same place that we get, you know that shooting going on so we would do shoppings in their cities and they would come over and sleep at you know at the jewish hostings and we you know we need their labor force and they want you know and they get get fucking good uh, salary and these days i also i work uh, like an employee and we have people that come working from the west bank with the certificates because they do need to cross the fence these days like the border but men they get they're so awesome they're so nice and they get such a good payment. It's just, man, business is just good for everybody. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, because like we said, the most people want the same shit. They just, you know, very simple lives. That's what they want. But, god damn, man. So, so, so you're gonna run for prime minister, right? You're gonna, you're gonna run for, you're gonna be a politician, right? It sounds like you got it, man. I think you need to do it. No. I actually, I 
really don't care about those stuff because you know I just don't believe it. Uh, it the system is too crooked to to represent the people. The thing that I that I can change and will just you know to be an awesome mm. parent to my kids and to actually spend time with the, my kids and you know just give them the best value that I can. Yeah, yeah. See, but I think if anyone, I think if anyone could fix the crooked system, it'd be a badass like you. You can't have some, you can't have some politician coming in there like I'm gonna fix everything. You need someone like you, some special forces guy that comes in there and it's like I'm gonna fix shit, and no one's gonna fucking tell me no. I think I think you're the guy. You know, actually, the the crazy thing is, man, if you if you see all the prime ministers. They all been to the elite forces. Yeah, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu was Netanyahu, I, yeah, he, in, the, in, in the fucking army. Yeah, no, I've I've seen the, I've seen those pictures. Of, okay, so maybe my logic doesn't work. Maybe that's already the case. Um, damn, it is. It is, and I actually and I kind of appreciate it. Man, like tons of the politicians, a very very big percentage are either from the army or you know the security, uh, just industry, you know, Mossad and. Our, our Shabak and those yeah, stuff. Yeah. Man, like, so they know a thing or two, like yeah, how it yeah. looks from the field. Yeah. It's not, it's not like here in America where all of our politicians are uh, millionaires and billionaires and they don't, they don't know or care. Um, I have some more questions. Man, I would be, I would be mad if like a rich boy who haven't been in the army and, and you know, that doesn't have an idea what it's like will send me to fight in a in a different country i'll be mad at this hey dude that's america that's what america is it's you have yeah that's exactly what it is um how 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 much longer can you talk because you you told me you could only do an hour an hour and a half and we're coming up on an hour and a half i can go forever i don't i know you said you have limited time actually i'm pretty good to go you're, like let's say uh, twenty minutes more, maybe thirty minutes. Okay. Do you do, do you care if I go to the bathroom again? <laughs> no, man. It's it's great. Uh, I'm okay. gonna finish my one. Okay. Okay. Man, I, I need to get, I need to get like a diaper or something. Every every podcast I do, twice during that, I'm always like, I gotta go to the bathroom. I need to get like a diaper or just like a, like a bucket or something. So that's nasty. Yeah, it's disgusting. That's why. You're I, supposed to know the that's why I go to the bathroom. I'm civilized. So, by the way, have you have you been doing the podcasts? Excuse me. 
for how long have you been doing these podcasts? About six weeks. I j- oh, really? It's new. Yeah. Well, the thing, if you can't tell, I, 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 I can talk. I can kind of talk to anyone. <laughs> and I've been doing it my whole life. And my best friend told me, I was at his place last November. We were hanging out. We were on the couch. And I was like, man, I don't know. You know, I'm just trying to figure out something to, you know, just I want to get one of my company ideas. Or I want it working. And he goes, Tommy, he's known me my whole life. He goes, you've been doing podcasts your whole life. You just haven't recorded them. You talk to everyone. Um, and I was like, damn. Um, I was like, damn, man. I was like, fuck it. So I'm just going to start recording it. So now normally, because normally when I see someone interested like yourself on Reddit, dude, I, I just, I'd always shoot them. Hey man, tell me about whatever you're doing. You know, I'm at, I'm at the gym. I see someone, Hey dude, I just talked to him. And then I'm looking at like the Joe Rogan experience. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait, I think, I think you could do this for a living. And I'm like, fuck, I'm shit. So now I just, you know, <laughs> Now I record it. <laughs> so, uh... And man, like, and I myself, I really, really love Tim Ferriss. Man, I love his show. The yeah. dude know how to ask questions. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how do I? And, yeah. Hey, you just. You're back. Okay, you're back. That, yes. Yeah, okay. Okay, so um, what I wanted to say. Uh, so you told me that you don't travel often, but myself, I, I really like to travel. Like uh, the thing that I do as a freelancer, so it, it's made for me to be able to travel and doing those stuff. And when I do, so, you know, I don't go to, let's say if I go to US, I will skip New York, man. I just dodge the big cities and I go where it's like um, to the undeveloped places, mm-hmm. right? So my last trip, I've been to Greece, to the north of Greece. And Albania, man, it's such an eye opener. In uh, New Zealand, I was staying like with gangsters and <laughs> drug dealers, <laughs> and kind of these people. On the summer, I'm flying to the Stan countries, so doing Azerbaijan, Georgia, Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan, Kyrgyzstan, Tajikistan, and and man, you just talk to these people, yeah. and it's such an eye opener. Yeah, you and as a as a as someone from a developed country. You just feel so fucking grateful for yeah. what you have. Yeah. Well, that's that's one thing. So, like, having friends from Bulgaria and Kosovo, that's one thing I've learned is because when they come over here, you see them walking around and their eyes are open and they're like, you know, like, you guys, like, you have paved streets. Like, you know, you have clean, you have clean houses. Like, you have food and you're, like, I'd bring them an apple to work, you know, not thinking anything of it. And they're they're almost crying. They're like, thank you so much. And I'm just like, okay, I have it really good. I haven't left America, but I can clearly tell I have it really fucking good. That's why, yeah, man, that's, there's, I was talking to a girl a couple weeks ago. I was just, you know, trying to find someone to talk to. And, and, uh, in my profile, I had, I had written, uh, I love America and I, I live in the greatest country on earth. And I'm so grateful for that. And she messaged me and said, if you don't mind me asking, how come uh, you love America so much? And I was like, I said everything I just said to you. I was like, because the rest of the world is so fucked up. I was like, it's, it, it, it's not, it's not some like, it's not some like, you know, it's not some, you know, America, America. No, I'm just like, I'm so happy that I live in a place that isn't fucked up. You know, it's because like what you said, you go meet these people and you realize 
how good you have it. So yeah, dude, when people my age in America are like, America sucks, I'm like, dude, fuck off. Like, fuck off. Like, we have it. I'm not saying, like, don't criticize the president. Like, always, like, you know, question the situation. Always try to make it better. But this whole idea that America is the worst. Dude, shut up. Like, just shut up. Like, you, we have it so good. Like, the, oh, fa- yeah. the fact that I can sit here and talk to you on, on a computer in an air-conditioned room and, you know, nothing bad's going to happen. There's no, there's no bullets coming through. There's no, you know, I have food downstairs, you know, it's that, like, that's amazing. So yeah, man, it's, but not to, to go completely back. Sorry. No, go on. I wanted to ask if you, if you know the Jocko Willing podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I love Jocko. Okay. So I actually love these stuff. Yeah. And man, can I share something like uh, with you? Yeah. So when I was uh, like uh, a few months ago and I was, you know, like a little bit down the hall with all the PTSD and stuff and, you know, like, again, having light PTSD, you can totally live with it. But I had this kind of discipline. (laughs) He loves this word. So I would do this in the moment that I wake up, I put my earphones and I do and I put his podcast or or I put like army confessions or Holocaust survivor confession, this stuff. And for half an hour, you listen to the stuff, like all details. Yeah. And you feel so fucking grateful. Yes. yes. Like, like not, not like bullshit grateful. I mean, like with all your body. With your chest. You, you sit yes. your wine glass. Yes. And you're like, for someone in the other side of the world, it's we, it would be heaven. Yes. Yes. For them. Yeah. You, you said it perfectly. It would be heaven. You said it perfectly. It's not some, <clears throat> it's not some bullshit grateful. It's every morning. Every morning I'll, I'll sit, I meditate and I'll meditate for 30 minutes. You know, it brings me peace of mind, but I also always think I'll be sitting there meditating and I'll be like, where am I? I'm on a clean bed. I'm in a home with food, with water, with clean clothes today. I'm going to go brush my teeth, take a multivitamin. I can go shower. I can drink water. I can go outside and there's other homes and I'm going to get in my car, my car that works. And I'm going to drive to the gym and I'm going to work out in a gym and I'm healthy. And, and there aren't bombs going off, you know, there's, there's, there's food, there's, and when you can start to look at it like that, you're right, your, your depression, your anxiety, it really, it goes away because you're like, okay, I have it really good. And the next morning you wake up and you're depressed again. But you just got to do it again. It's for me, it takes 30 minutes. I do it every morning. But it's, yeah, every morning I wake up pretty depressed, pretty anxious, freaking out. What am I doing in my life, man? You know, but if you just sit there and just, yeah, like this morning, woke up, went to the gym and I was kind of depressed. What am I doing? I took a shower and I sat down and I was like, I'm doing a podcast today. I love podcasting. Who am I podcasting with? I'm podcasting with a crazy motherfucking Israeli commando. Okay, like that's what I'm doing. <laughs> that's what I'm doing today. Yeah, that's yeah, what. Be the commander word. They hate that. Don't know commander. Okay, what do you want me to call? What do you want me to call you? Oh, Rambo. Oh, yeah. I'm just just a soldier. <laughs> soldier, Israeli soldier. And I was like, that's what I'm doing today. And I'm like, how cool is that? That's what I'm doing today. And to, it brought me right up. And I was like, okay, cool. Okay, cool. Like, let's do this. And it, 
And then for the rest of the day, I'll be fine. And I'm sure I'll wake up tomorrow and I'll be all, what am I doing? What am, and then I'll be like, what am I doing today? I'm going to do a podcast. And you're, you're right, man. Just if you can be grateful, if you can be grateful. And dude, Jocko Willink is, Jocko, he has a cure for everything. He has a cure for everything. He's just, you know, work harder. This is what you're going to do. No excuses. Look at me. I look at weakness and I'm like, oh, hey, weakness. What are you doing today? I'm going to work out. I'm going to take a cold shower. I'm going to write. I'm going to read. And I'm going to work harder. And if I mess up, good. <laughs> but it's... <laughs> but that's what he... I love this guy. I yeah, love but, 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 it, but it's I so love. true. It's so true. It works because it's... Jocko's seen it. Jocko, he... Where, where, where was he operating? Um, Ramadi. Jocko was oper- he he was a he was a, a SEAL team commander in Ramadi and he saw the worst of the worst of the worst and you know one of Jocko's quotes is now that I have seen so dark now now that I have seen how dark it can get I truly appreciate the light and it's you know I I take it from him that's why I always think of I'm like I'm like okay Jocko sees it and that's what I'm getting from talking to you I'm just listening to your life and I'm like it's fucking crazy. My life is so easy. Like just talking to you, I'm like, holy shit! Like, it, I'm, it, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm running my mouth. I got, I, I'm, <laughs> I need to let you talk. Sorry. You, you say, you say like, like, like my life are crazy, but you know, I live life for the fullest. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like, I'm, I'm a civilian. You know, I'm like everybody else, man. I go in the streets and I wear fucking clothes and yeah. I have fucking emotion and I watch fucking movies. Yeah, and drink some wine. You know, I'm not uh, like. And every every year, I give like a month back to the army. So yeah. last winter, we were actually deployed for a month, and it was it was intense. Yeah, but these were just training, man. So I look like everybody else. Yeah, and I do my own stuff, knowing that you know that stuff had happened in my life. And I'm so fucking grateful for that because I fucking I'm alive. Yes. First of all, I'm alive. Yes. And that's great. Yes. And 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 yeah, man, it happened. And you know, if let's say like I so not no no one from my team has died, right? But even if it does, the milk is spilled. Yes. And you need to build yourself. Yeah. And and I love this podcast specifically. Like, man, I wish that people like your like your followers you know just would be like you know wake up at morning like like we say and when i hear something that is like eerie you know like an eye opener and put the headphones on and put your fucking podcast yeah this is what i wish man. yes yes hey dude it's gonna it's gonna awesome. ha- it's gonna happen man it's gonna happen it's it's hell yeah man. fuck yeah well dude fuck yeah well hell yeah man i, I think it's and, gonna- and think about amount of value that someone who is like from a developed country like us can gain from this yes yeah like yeah make it make it worth it you know make it make it all worth it you know because because it wasn't always like this a lot of people died to create countries like this and it's yeah do you know how upset they would be if you know if you took some soldiers from world war ii who who died on d-day or died in the Pacific, Iwo Jima, Guadalcanal, Peyu, they would, and if they could look at, you know, people today and we're, we're all depressed and we don't know what we want to do, they would be so upset. They'd be like, what did I die for? And that's not, that's how I try to look at it. I'm like, 
fucking live it to the fullest because like a lot of guys literally literally died for it and it's yeah that's that's why it pisses me off when people are like america so i'm like dude i'm like dude shut up um, i'm gonna tell you what like most of the people that actually say things for your service to me are americans yeah. not israelis and then no man like switching to civil life is shit for me it was shit yeah. and for a lot of people from my team it was shit because you're doing all those you know like there were like at least at least 10 um at least 10 uh, news reports in the fucking tv about stuff that we did like my team specifically you know because it has impact and then you switch to civil life and you might be in making coffee to someone and be like, sir, do you like to have some cappuccino or Americano? And I'm like, fuck that. Fuck that. You know, fuck that. Yeah. But, but still you're going to switch. Yeah. And it's going to kind of, and it's kind of sucks, you know? Yeah. It's kind of sucks. And people start telling you what to do because they are, they are your bosses. And, and no, and people don't appreciate what you've done, and they don't, and they don't, they don't know, yeah. and they will not understand if you if you'll tell them. Yeah, they will not understand. Yeah, you know, so you so you go around with all this emotional charge that you have, and just wish for someone like you to ask wise questions. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to. It's now is is someone is is it. <clears throat> Do you want to stay? Would you know? Would someone like? Are you more interested in things like, um, like, like a uh, what word am I looking for? Like private, private contract and something like Blackwater. Is are you interested in that stuff? Because it's just you look at civilian your life, life, and it's how can I go back to that? Like, do you need that thrill, that that purpose, that that brush with death? Do you? Is that what you need? Well, I actually, um, I'm trying to get into Blackwater's because I don't have U.S. students in uh, U.S. at the green card. I, it might not work. But I tell you what, first of all, yes, I'm trying to. And I told you, I'm trying to get those quirky jobs in Africa because civil life is, it's weird to say that it's not for me. But yeah, man, like, and. We're low middle class. I was washing dishes since I was 13. I barely have a high school diploma. But in the army, I had I was such a shitty kid, you know, selling drugs and stealing out and selling it on high school and to the to the students. I was such a shitty kid that my parents actually appreciate the fact that I went to the army because it just slapped me so yeah. hard in the face. Yeah. I would get in the punishments. And man, like today I can hold commitments and relationships. Yeah. Yeah. When I was seven, I could not. Was I was being fired every two weeks. Yeah. So I was washing dishes for, for my old young years. You know? Yeah. 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 I mean, that is that is. I'm, I'm super grateful. I'm super grateful for that. That now I can be, you know, get a, can be committed and can be trustworthy and hold relationships. And as a young kid, I could not do it because it was all around, you know, shitty drugs and the street. Yeah. Because this is what this is where I grew up. You yeah. Know? Yeah, and and I'm trying to get to to those um, weird jobs that you were noticed that you noted because first it's a, first of all it's a great way to provide to your family if you can and blowing it all investments or I don't know what and second thing in civil life for me 
like a new perspective that I gained after the army, man, like so many people are just spineless, you know? Yes. They like, they can handle, handle stress and they cannot handle when they're a little bit uncomfortable and the air condition is not in the right, you know, it's not accurate, the oh, no. temperature that they love. Oh, that's me. Like, and I'm like, man, and I think to myself, you know, and they like brag and talk shit about other people and complain. And I think in my mind, you should be so fucking grateful for what you have, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It- Say fucking thanks to the fact that you live in that you sleep in a solid bed, you motherfucker. Yeah, no, dude. It... Yeah, no, see, and it's like everybody, no. like everybody that I work with, are you know are pretty much spineless. It's fucking hard. So in the, it's kind of uh, I don't find myself yeah. with a lot of people civil and in the civil life because I I just. We are just too far from each other. Yeah. This is what I, why I like. My, I very love my team from the army, and with with people, I just mostly love travelers. It's specifically you know people that they bond with. Yeah. But most people are just find us little shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that's that's absolutely true. It's now. Have you have you ever thought about? What if you have you ever thought about trying to work for Mossad, you know, go even higher up in the special forces? Do yeah, what what's Mossad's um? They have a division. What's their what's their ground division? So the thing is that you can totally apply for the Mossad. You can apply on the internet easily. Yeah. Right. And the only and I tried. Uh, I was thinking about it. No, I didn't apply, but I I was thinking about it. The only reason that I will not do it is because I travel often. And when I travel, I just go, you know, six months off grid and not answer to the phone. So it doesn't work with their contract. Yeah, I would would imagine. (laughs) But but Mossad is, if you are in the Mossad, so your spouse will go also through the, you know, been uh, having a certificate of you know of like a secretive certificate so the so you as someone that serves in the Mossad can just tell her about stuff that you do oh right? okay because the emotional charge is very big that's very big that's cool I didn't that's pretty cool actually yeah it's because otherwise you know you have someone like a like a CIA operative not only is it difficult, you come home and they can't even tell their wife about it. It's there's no one to talk to. That's that damn, that actually makes a lot of sense. They so they would give your spouse, she would have a I guess a security clearance so you could talk to yep. her. Because that but that's also beneficial for the Mossad because that means you're gonna oh. be more stable. That means you're gonna be a better uh, operator, a better employee. It damn, that's pretty fucking cool. You know, Thomas, I, I don't, I cannot even explain you how hard is the feeling that let's say you, you cuddle with a girl or either you wake up, you know, panicking at night because, you know, because of an emotional charge that you carry with and you can just cannot tell, or even if you will kind of tell something, she will just don't understand. It is so fucking hard, man. This is like the hardest, yeah. like being in this situation is, yes, is easier, um, than, than actually, you know, 
carrying it through civil life and people don't understand you people don't get you and you you can you cannot talk about this yeah it's well shit man i i hope i hope you and i hope you enjoy talking on here i hope i hope this helped it hell yeah it has okay good i hope it has it's you said earlier you're like tim ferris he asked such good questions and i was like shit i hope i've been asking good questions i yeah i you're good okay good i've yeah i the fact that i'm censored has uh, given me a lot of you know leverage yeah um to talk about things that they usually don't talk about yeah yeah well by the way my parents they don't know shit yeah can't tell yeah they don't know yeah jesus man so is there any is there anything else you want to say is there anything else that i haven't brought up because i i obviously i can't read your mind i don't know what all you want to talk about is there anything you want that you want to bring is there any topic you want to touch on you know let's let's go we do like let's do like five ten more minutes is there anything you want to is there anything you want to say well, first of all, like two things, like if you do meet uh, someone that has been uh, to the army or just kind of any uh, of those services, ask him wisely, you know, ask him wisely, because he's probably have seen some stuff that you didn't. And just just the fact that you ask and get a, an answer, an honest answer, could automatically, you know, make you much grateful for what you have. And just, you know, um, it would be fascinating. I guess it would be just a fascinating experience to have eventually. And um, I don't know. I don't know. Like I'm here, right, doing this, talking to you. And I don't know. I, I don't know what the, your audience thinks when they see it. But what I, what I would love with them, you know, to feel if they will try to relate with me is think about this. When I take my face mask off. I am the same. I'm a person that shaves and 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 poops and drinks wine and goes to work. Mm-hmm. And I'm not like and and I'm. You cannot tell most of the time that I'm a bit different. Most of the time, you will not tell, right? So and I, and we, you know, I date girls and I have a cat and I do like stuff that normal people do. Yeah. I am normal. Yeah. Just you know, I've been through stuff, but it's totally in the past. It was like three years ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and the thing, like, if you want to be like mentally tougher, it's not the experience that you have. I mean, of course it is because uh, let's say I was also sexually abused when I was a kid, like pedophile, but it's not the, it's not the, the thing that happened. It's how you build yourself afterwards. Okay. It's like the meditation that you do every day or just think about this, you know, when you, when you like start in your own mind, um, you know, like, uh, being ungrateful and then you say no 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 dude i need to be grateful i need to be grateful there's people going through hard stuff in the other side of the world i should be grateful to mm-hmm. what i have and build yourself and with this discipline and doing your own you know doing the daily stuff that you do but being spineless being tough being committed and just men and just know that in the other side of the world that there are people that do, will love to have the situation that you are in right now yeah yeah. That's a beautiful message, man. It's yeah, you're you're just you're just another dude. You're just over there. I'm just over here. Yep. 
And guess what? When the camera went off, I'm going to drink with my friend. Yeah, yeah. in a bar and yeah. get up. Yeah, and all over <laughs> and, and and all over the world, people have cats, and cats are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, cats are great. I don't I, have a cat soul. I I, lo- I love cats, dude. I love cats. Well, hey man, being a, what? Being a cat is like 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 having a cat soul is like I love you. Yeah. But in the moment that you entertain me, I will just go away. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Walk away. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> oh my god. Well, hey, let's um. Let's wrap this up. Thank you for being on, and I hope you will come on again. Will you come on again? Hell yeah, man. I'm Fuck good. yeah. Okay, good. Okay, I didn't want this to be a one and done. I don't want you to disappear forever. Come on again. <laughs> come on again. I think. Oh, you know, um, Thomas, um, I, I might, you know, bring some awesome people that have uh, different opinions than myself Yeah. to talk. Maybe they... Man, like people from our team would might love it, you know. Dude, that would be awesome, man. Show them all. Um, my internet, my internet's bad, so it takes like ten fucking hours to upload the podcast. It takes forever, but when mm-hmm. it uploads, I'll send you a message on Reddit. I'll send you a link. Show it to your buddies, man. Show them what that you know, and tell them. To, hey, tell them they're more than welcome to come on. Tell them we can just shoot the shit and laugh, and you know, maybe I should get a mask. Maybe I should get a mask so when I talk to you guys, I, I have a mask too. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Yeah, I'll 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 be. I'm telling me. By the way, I think with the mask, it's the mask that I got from the army. Yeah. And we do we most of the operation we go with mask on. Yeah. Just because you know, let's say if you operate in places like Hebron, and there was because these days because of the social media and all the media is. You know, it's very, very globalized. So if they take a picture of you while you're in the in, in operation, they might actually, you know, chase you. Yeah. Yeah, they could track you down. It like there's an urban, uh, you know, urban, urban myth about someone uh, in Hebron that was, uh, you know, was, um, for, was, how to say it, captured twice on camera while in operation. He was not a special person, just a regular dude with combat Israeli. And uh, like people put bounty on his head for like a few thousand grand. Jesus Christ! So and he did nothing wrong. He caught on camera twice. So should I be wearing a mask if I'm going to be talking to you guys? <laughs> Is there going to be a bounty? I'm, I'm good. No one's coming after <laughs> me. Fuck! I don't want to. My podcast is six weeks old. I can't have I can't have ISIS operators putting a bounty on my head. Be like, fuck that kid. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know, but uh, but when we talk about the Mossad stuff, so like my FBI agent that tracking me like totally came, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, he said Mossad. Yeah. <laughs> he, oh, he's he's the employee of the month. He's everybody's cheering him on my guy said Mossad my guy said Mossad he got a raise he got a trophy yeah he's just screaming he's gonna get laid tonight his fucking oh, <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah man we just made some poor FBI agent so happy he's got a trophy on his wall oh. Trump is gonna sign something and send it to him great work Great work. 
But yeah, if you're married, you can just get erased, man. Yeah. It gets erased. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sick, you sick fuck. Uh, okay, hey, well, I just... <laughs> Hey, so I just want to make sure, though, if anybody starts coming after me because I'm talking to Israeli special forces, I need well, you and you and your friends. You guys will come defend me. Yes, but you pay the ticket. I'll pay the fucking ticket, fly. man. I'll, that's the least of my problems. If ISIS comes after me, that's the least of my problems. You guys come over here and you guys you'll be my security. Hell yeah, man. Fuck yeah. All right. Well, shit, man. When my podcast ta- when my podcast takes off. And uh, I make some money off this. I'll hire I'll hire you and your unit. You guys can be my security. <laughs> no, no, Ben. Listen, that's the deal. So we do it voluntarily. Okay. But I heard in the U.S. that you're two things that they want to see in U.S. That your national parks are fucking crazyly yes. beautiful. Yes. And I heard that you have like uh, everything, like you know, like uh, like size. You have like huge size. Let's say you have a milkshake and you have like. Very big size. So I, I I just love that. And usually everything is small. We are small people. Small, medium, large, super size, extra large. Yeah. 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 The super max, extra mega American large. This is what I like. Yeah, man. look how big my cups are, dude. They're you know we got got a water bottle. This is my cup. It's fucking huge. Oh wow, man. That's yeah, big. it's true. Actually, it's true. It's fucking hilarious. I love it. It's awesome. Well, hey, man. Man, but I, me, and I bring some of those. Bring some. And this is just great. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Well, hey, dude. Yeah. When there is. Thank you, uh, thank you so much for coming on. Show this to your, um, show this to your your unit friends, and um, tell them to come on, dude. Salute. We'll have a we'll have a merry old time. We'll all just we'll sit around. We'll make some jokes. We'll say some uh, have some dark humor, and um. <coughs> <laughs> but but also let's uh, let's have them on, man. Let's talk about their experience. Let's uh, you know, help get it off their chest, and uh, hopefully, like we said, and hopefully it's not just you guys that benefit from it. Hopefully, people here will you know listen. Okay, I have it really good, and um, you know, hopefully it will hopefully it will make make our immediate lives better. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Well, cheers for that, man. Yeah, cheers, brother. That was great. It was great. This one is for you. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll... you cannot. I don't drink. I don't drink. I don't. Hey, 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 we're on my podcast. We're doing what I fucking say. All right. We're cheers in my water. Okay. Do it. <laughs> Do it. That. Do it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, brother. Uh, that's hey. nasty. Dude. Yeah, I know. <laughs> all right, dude. Hey. <laughs> right. See ya. Hey, man. Thank you for doing it. Take care. All right, brother. Peace.